1: Shoots and scores! Tomas hits the jackpot!
0: You're listening to the San Jose Sharks Morning
1: Tide. Brought to you by Coors Life. Logan
2: Couture wins it in overtime!
1: Now, here's your host,
0: Ted Raby. Talk to a
2: few of the guys obviously about Saturday and how chaotic that day was in general. I mean today was pretty similar. He showed up. showed up the right day. Testing. Here, Timo's out. Razor's out. Um, and, you know, you're just waiting to see if anyone tests positive in that that uh, rapid test in the morning. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You don't even know who's going to be playing that night. We were glad to see Dolls is back, and I felt all right to play. Yeah, just chaotic, but uh, I'm proud of the effort again. I mean, found a way. We went down to five like D early in that second period, or maybe even halfway through that second period. And, Credit to those guys back there—they found a way, I and mean, it wasn't pretty um, the whole game—but found a way. Goalkeeping was huge, and uh, massive plays by Tommy Hurdle there.
3: All right, one more question for you, Tommy. Why are you always so happy?
4: I don't know. That's that's my attitude. You know, I, you know it's sometimes in out of order. this tough, so I just try to be happy and always bring the smile. But this kind of just just me, you know, myself. So I I just to be ha- I like to be happy, you know. So I don't want to be a grumpy guy. Can we hang out sometimes? You and me just be buds? Yeah, sure. Well, we can come for a beer. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, have a great night, man. Great
3: game. You're the number one star. Thank you.
4: Great stuff. I love
3: that dude. Uh, why is Tommy Hurdle in such a good mood? Why is he always so happy? I've got an idea. Sharks break out.
1: Hurdle. Ball search.
3: Listen, there are just Tomas Hurdle goals that are different than any other goals than guys in the league score. His He just, he hits different. You know, there's some guys, they've got their big slap shot. Other guys have their whatever it's going to be. Tommy Hurdle goals are specific to Tommy Hurdle. And that second goal he scored last night was the sickest goal of the season. Blew my mind. You could see it happening in real time. At least I saw it developing in real time in front of me at the arena last night. Just unbelievable. I mean, that was... here. Here's the deal, guys. It's not a fluke. The Sharks won on Saturday when they were exceptionally shorthanded, all these COVID situations going on. It happened again last night. This is not a fluke. This is not random. This is what the Sharks are bringing to the ice Game in, game out. And right now, they are 6-3 and three on the year. They're off to the to a hot start. And I really don't think that any of us should be that surprised. You can be a little surprised, but not that surprised. Because I always hearken back to what I said during the entirety of the preseason, to what I said during the entirety of last year when guys were underachieving. I said, if you went to any coach in the NHL and said you could have Tomáš Hurdle. Timo Meyer, Logan Gauture, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns. If you said that was your main core and you also added in other pieces like Kevin LeBanc, Cogliano, Bonino, etc., some of the off-season signings, I would imagine coaches would be very happy about having those guys. In addition, you add on goaltending. Here's one of the things that amazed me the most about the post-game interviews last night. It took... Many, many questions for James Reimer and his once again exceptional play until damn near the end of the post-game presser to be addressed because now, whether it's Reimer, whether it's Hill, there is a relative expectation that the goalies are going to put out a good performance for the Sharks. And that's a big change to what we saw over the past couple of seasons. Again, I will never speak ill of what Martin Jones did for the Sharks franchise because when he was at his peak, he did phenomenal things for the Sharks franchise. However, it wasn't there the last couple of years, and every time the Sharks went into any given game, you just didn't know which Martin Jones was going to show up. You didn't know how many goals he was going to let in. You didn't know if there were going to be soft goals, if there were going to be goals that should have been stopped, if there were going to be goals that would just come out of nowhere. You'd think to yourself, how does he not stop that? That's not what is happening with the San Jose Sharks right now. Right now, James Reimer or Aiden Hill, they are fighting off shots. They are putting forth great performances. And that is the relative level of expectation. And I think it is absolutely awesome. I think it's awesome. I think it's unbelievable that that one factor of the Sharks game is so massive compared to maybe the way that people viewed it. Because some people would say, oh, you know they wanted to blame Eric Carlson, or they wanted to blame Brent Burns, or they wanted to blame Timo Meyer, whoever it was. And yes, I'm not absolving any of them. They were all equally to blame in any of the Sharks' issues that have existed. However, you see how important it is to get good net minding. You see how important the goalie is. And I know that this isn't rocket science. I'm not creating some incredible argument, but it just it goes to show you that the problems that we saw for the Sharks had a decent amount to do with who was between the pipes. And that's not everything. It's not everything, but it's part of it. And that was something that Doug Wilson addressed in the offseason. And right now we see it's paying off. We see the Sharks are an improved team on the ice. It's not just when they're at full strength. It's now... Indicative of organizational depth. It's indicative of bringing in the right pieces. It's indicative of drafting the right guys. It's indicative of the system paying off. It's all happening before our eyes over the first nine games of this year. And you can say, well, Ted, it's a small sample size. I agree. I 100% agree. But I will also say that over this small sample size, the team looks radically different than what we saw a year ago. And not only does it look radically different, it looks radically different when we're including pieces that normally play at the AHL. Not that there's anything wrong with the American League. I'm just saying the Sharks are drawing upon their organizational depth to have success in the here and now. The COVID situation is unique at this point in history when it comes to the National Hockey League and all of all of sports. You're not usually having to go to your minor league affiliate to bring up players because you know, seven guys are out simultaneously and can't play. That's not a normal situation. That just happens to be the, the situation that the Sharks find themselves in right now. But the Sharks are in a place when they can turn to their minor league system, when they can look at their organizational depth and say, this is a strong point for us. Come up to our NHL team. We need you to fill in. We need you to step up. We need you to be the reason we drafted you. Ryan Merkley, who's shown up huge in his first six periods on the ice in the NHL, scored his first goal, is looking like a competent and or potent playmaker out there on the ice. I'm loving every bit of this because the Sharks entered a unique situation this year and when it felt like there was almost no pressure whatsoever or on the other side of that, it felt like expectations were exceptionally low. And even if I felt that was incorrect, it still set the stage for people to be surprised by the San Jose Sharks. Well, surprise, here they are, and they're in a weird situation where they are able to bring up guys like Ryan Merkley and get them time on the ice. Santori Hataka, he's dealing with an upper body injury after last night's game. We'll find out more in the coming days, I'm sure. But at this point, the next man up mentality that's happening with the San Jose Sharks, I don't have a problem with that in the slightest. And in the preseason, I made comparisons to what we saw with the San Francisco Giants this year. And I know cross sports references are lazy and maybe uninspired, but it was on everybody's mind because the Giants at that point were having great success. But that Giants team also focused heavily on a next man up mentality where if one guy didn't have it, there was someone else there to step up for them. Well, guess what's happening for the Sharks right now? Eric Carlson can't be out there on the ice right now, so we're watching Ryan Merkley step up, Jacob Magno, whoever it's going to be, we're watching these guys step up to the moment and come forth with good performances. And I know that a Merkley is not a Carlson, but I do know that the Sharks have won two consecutive games. And I don't care how you get to that destination. Uh, This isn't some moral story of the journey being where we all grow together as people. No. Did you get two points or did you get zero points? And the end of the discussion here is that the Sharks have gotten two points out of each of the last two games in which they haven't had their usual arsenal. And I don't know how many other teams could do that across the NHL. And I I say that Honestly, I really don't know how many other teams could put together this type of a situation where you can get two wins in two games, where you are missing this many players from your normal NHL team and bringing up this many players from your American League team. I imagine it wouldn't be many. And I also think it's exceptional to note that this is done at a time when the Sharks were viewed over the past couple of years as having leveraged the future over what they did for the past 15 years. Suddenly, the Sharks are in a very good situation, and suddenly the Sharks are beating teams that we all know are good. Winnipeg was good last year. Winnipeg had a nice run into the postseason. Winnipeg got beat by the Characuda, which is the combination of the Sharks and the Barracuda that we are seeing out there on the ice right now. Buffalo is having a good start to their season. Now, yes, Buffalo last year, <laughs> yikes. However, it's hard not to see a team that has done well up to this point of the season come in and get beat up by the Sharks who aren't full strength. The Sharacuda, the however we're pronouncing that. This Buffalo team had been good up to this point. And again, I don't care how small the sample size is, the San Jose Sharks took care of business against a team that came in with a decent record up to this point in the season. You can only play the games that are on the schedule. You can only play the teams that you're supposed to go up against. Yes, I acknowledge that this is not Montreal or Vegas or Tampa or any of the great teams we saw in the playoffs last year because it's early in the season and the dynamic is different and the story is is yet to be written. However, in terms of playing the teams that are in front of them, I mean, you look at the Sharks Okay, they lost to Boston, who are a very, very good team, and the Sharks were a little bit tired. It was at the end of a road trip in the Eastern time zone. You look at the losses to Montreal, who are a capable team, and I think the Sharks had a little bit of a letdown when they came back home, and then they had that loss against Nashville right before that. Okay, those losses happen. But on the other side of that, the Sharks have had six very high-quality wins, two of which are these last two games where you've had just a number of players from your American League affiliates filling in for high-caliber, high-paid players. It's pretty darn impressive to watch right now. And the thing that makes me most encouraged is that there's so much effort going on right now. And we've heard the last couple of years about the Sharks needing to rebuild the culture and needing to rebuild what it means to be a Shark and that the dressing room hasn't been a great place there is no greater indication that this is paying off or that things are changing than what we've seen over these past two games because you just look at the work rate you look at the effort that we've seen out there on the ice from the sharks that is what is so encouraging to me these guys are just grinding and they're outworking the opposition they're out hustling the opposition they're playing harder And that's not to say that the other team isn't playing hard. That's not to say that the opposition isn't giving a good effort because I truly believe they are. I just think that it's not up to what the Sharks are doing. And that is a cultural thing to me. That tells me that what Bob Bugner, that what Doug Wilson, that what the organization is trying to impart to these players is paying off. And you have this unique situation where all these American League guys are coming up and getting opportunities at the NHL level and playing in front of, you know, thousands of fans for the first time and getting these different types of experiences, it's incredible. It's incredible to watch these strides happening in real time, just as it was incredible to watch Tomas Hurtle score one of the sickest goals of the year. It's incredible to watch Ryan Merkley, who has been doubted and questioned since the minute he was drafted by the Sharks, step in out of nowhere and look pretty decent out there on the ice. He's not perfect, he's not flawless, his game is not complete, but he was able to step into an NHL game and be good enough to help the Sharks get a win. And when it's an emergency situation like this where you're kind of playing it one hour at a time, you're waiting for the next negative and or positive test, if you have guys that step up to the plate and are ready to put forth huge performances, That's all I can ask for right now. That's all you should be realistically asking for right now, and not about whether or not they're going to become the next superstar. It's whether or not you have guys in the pipeline that are ready to step up to the NHL level. That has been answered. Are these guys ready to step up and put forth an incredible effort that's going to be commensurate with what is necessary in the NHL? That so far has been answered. Is that indicative overall of a greater culture improvement happening within the Sharks dressing room? Yes. I mean, I I watch what we've all seen on the ice over the past couple of games, and my only reaction has been that this effort does not exist in a vacuum. This is indicative of a bigger picture, grander scheme, the development camp, the training camp, The top-to-bottom message of this is what it means to be a Shark. This is what it means to play for this organization. This is what it means to be brought in. And again, props to Doug Wilson for making that the reality. But whether it's Jonathan Dolan or Jasper Weatherby or Ryan Merkley or Tomasz Hertel or whoever it's going to be, Making these great plays, making things happen out there on the ice. It's just, it's such a stark contrast to what we saw the past couple of years. And it gives me a lot of hope for what we're going to see this year. Now, I'm not trying to get out in front of myself. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of hockey yet to be played. But if you don't feel like things are different right now, if you don't look at this Sharks team and think that things are significantly better than they were a year ago or two years ago, I don't know what to tell you because that is the overall vibe that I'm getting. I watched Logan Couture in the post-game presser last night and he was smiling ear to ear. You know, Tomas Hurdle is always in a good mood like we pretty much acknowledge, but even he is in a better mood. We watch these Sharks. We watch how happy they are. We see the lightness in the room, we see the confidence with which they're playing. And it's hard not to have a reaction to that because it wasn't there the past couple of years.
2: Not as a shark, but uh, I mean, I've had some pretty spectacular moments here. I've, I've, I'm a very fortunate person to play in this organization, but uh, definitely in the last uh, two, three years, I mean, obviously that run to the conference finals was was fun, but a uh, difficult year at different times that year. But uh, last years have been, uh, been tough. Um, physically, mentally for me. Uh, You know, some days are tough to the rink and uh, a lot going on, so um, this is fun. I like our group, guys show up and they work hard, feed off each other, cheer for each other. Everyone's pulling the rope in the same way. No one's going individual ways and it's just a lot of fun. I mean, wake up in the morning and you're just happy to to get to the rink and be with the guys and, and that's the way it should be, you know.
3: That's the captain, Logan Couture, talking about his mindset and how much fun he's having after the win last night. And Tommy Hurdle was asked the same question with regard to how much fun he's having right now versus the past couple of seasons.
4: Yeah, for sure, because we get always tough start, and also we've we, we been, like, brought away from the first, like, hunting point, you know, behind, and it's tough. But when you now, you know, like, up a couple points, you know, you're top in division, you know, feel good about our game, you know, and. And, and play good hockey you know the room is you know just all together you know and every guy's excited just playing nobody cares who score you know just work hard you know some guys have a little more luck some guys just like do something extra and and that's why we've been in games so uh you know right away from you know first day season we have a lot of fun and that's why we' been in games even like that you know in tough situation you know because nobody knows what What will happen next and and what you know we lost a lot of good guys you know for you know who knows couple days or 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 like that but everybody who just jumped it's it's really fun right now and i'm so happy we're winning but we have to keep going because it's just start of the season still
3: all right we're going to take a quick break on the other side we are going to talk to the hard-working jasper weatherby who helped the sharks earn a second consecutive win five three over buffalo you're on morning tide that to-do list you have needs one
2: more thing chill it's an easy thing to do just crack open a nice cold coors light and chill take the afternoon off and binge watch anything
3: go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours who's counting anyways or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week whatever you do do it with a coors light mountain cold refreshment the chill 2020 Coors Brewing up in a Colorado. Sell responsibly. Welcome back to
0: Morning Tide brought to you by Coors Light.
3: The grit and grind of a Jasper Weatherby who joins us now on the Sharks Audio Network. Jasper, thank you for joining us here. After the past two days, man, where is your head?
0: Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think, you know, your heads are just trying to keep doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, it's obviously been kind of a whirlwind this last couple of days. And, um, you know, definitely shows a lot about the character of the entire organization, having guys come up and and play huge roles and and get some wins.
3: Yeah, it's not that different than the role you've been in. um, You know, you're a rookie, you're new to this, you got guys coming in and, you know, they come to you and you're like, what am I supposed to say? I've been here not even 10 games yet. Like, is it weird to look at guys who are in the exact same situation that you were in just a few short weeks ago?
0: Yeah, it's obviously, you you try to give any small advice you can to these guys. Um, You know, they're such, great people and you know like Merkley um, you know Ryan Merkley I've known him for a while through development Mm -hmm. camps and um, just to be able to watch his first game and same with Hata and um, you know have Merkley score tonight it's you know it's pretty special because you get to watch that and um, yeah you just try to be the best teammate you can be and and say hey you know what there might be some downs but there's gonna be some ups and work hard so um, yeah I try my best.
3: Yeah the the hard work that you guys have been putting in has really seemed to me to be the difference maker Um, And quite a few times tonight I was commenting on how good you were on the four check and always going in and doing the dirty work. Um, Has that always been part of your game or is that something that's more been focused on um, here with the Sharks?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's always kind of been part of my game. Um, you know, I got a good stick, and I, I believe that, you know, when I can separate guys, we can create chances. So um, that's something I've worked on my whole career, and obviously at this level it's, it's even harder because guys are so good at moving the puck. So for me it's been watching a lot of video, talking to guys who uh, do the same. I know Couture is unbelievable at it, and, um, you know, Bones and Cogs have done it for their whole career. So, um, you know, it's something I definitely focus on.
3: In terms of the team-wide effort for these past two games, um, is that how you kind of make up for a lack of chemistry since there's been a lot of new faces out there on the ice? Is it just okay, well, if we don't know everybody's game, you know, let's just go out there and make sure they're going to have to outwork us?
0: Absolutely. You know, you can't can't beat hard work, Um, and that's something that was instilled in us. Uh, you know, long you know, early in training camp, and I think that's something that's our identity. Um, you look at the teams who go far and make the playoffs first and foremost, and then go far in the playoffs. Is they work extremely hard, and they have four lines um, and six D who work extremely hard, and they have two goaltenders. So for us, we're feeling you know very confident. But at the end of the day, uh, when we stop working, we'll lose our identity. So it's a big it's a big focus in in the room, is you know we can control our destiny by how hard we work
3: in terms of the flow of the game today you guys go up one nothing then off the delayed penalty 6 on 5 they tie it up 1-1 and then you know there's there's a lot of different ways the game can go at that point did you guys collectively just kind of buckle down or does does it even have to be spoken or does everybody just know like okay we've we've got to put in the hard work here
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of belief in the locker room Um, and that belief comes through hard work that uh, you know, that belief comes through believing in each other and and looking around the room and, um, you know, it goes back to our first loss in Boston. Um, You know, there was not one guy who was negative in that locker room. Um, And I know it's, you know, when you get down 3-1, it can be pretty easy to get really negative. Um, But there was not one guy and you look, we almost tied that game up Um, and that game carries that uh, that feeds into games like this where you know maybe they do tie it up but nobody's getting negative everyone's focused on the process everyone's focused on putting in that hard work in the next shift so um, you know it shows a lot for the team to to be able to stay together like that
3: the team is now six and three on the year through nine games uh, that's exceeding expectations of what people thought for the Sharks right now is that is that indicative of the culture that you've been able to perceive up to this point I mean I know there's there's a lot more that you have to learn about, you know, these guys like Logan Couture, Tomas Hertl, Eric Carlson. You've only been around them for a relatively short amount of time. But, you know, I, I imagine that those guys have a lot of pride and probably let it be known they didn't like the fact that people were maybe underestimating the, the group here.
0: Absolutely, you know. At the end of the day, the belief comes from within the locker room, and we believe we're a great team. Um, Again, that comes with proving it every day. Um, That comes with the little details in our game, practice, the details in uh, games when we're up, games when we're down. So, um, again, there's a belief in the locker room right now that we're a really good team, Um, and that belief, you know, is
3: (laughs) is backed up with hard work and and doing the right thing every day. Reimer tonight coming up with another huge performance. Uh, It just seems like he's really good at fighting off shots, like his positioning is very good. He doesn't give up juicy rebounds. Does that make you guys want to work that much harder for him?
0: absolutely. Um, you know, you could see it all during training camp. One of my emphasis is getting to the net and I'm telling Nabby, I'm like, this guy can see everything. You know, he can see right around me. He's stopping pucks. So, um, and at the end of the day, he works extremely hard. He's a great human being. So, um, the success he's having is not a surprise because of the work he puts in the the human being he is and the time and effort. And, um, I'm just so happy for him. He's been unbelievable guy to me. Um, and I couldn't, (laughs) couldn't you know want any uh want any? you know I couldn't be happier for a guy like that
3: in terms of looking ahead to the next game I mean we go back to Saturday you had guys enter the protocol and leave the protocol going into today's game with Timo Meyer being the latest edition but you had Cagliano coming back and then Logan Couture even though he never tested positive he was back and able to play um you know do you do you just have to take it literally one hour at a time heading into Thursday's game and just waiting to see who is or who, who is not available?
0: Yeah, um, I think at the end of the day, you know, you just hope that the guys who aren't feeling too well and do have COVID are um, going to be okay because, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, we're humans first and athletes second. So, um, But, yeah, at the same time, with that being said, um, you do take it day by day. You're a little bit more conscious, um, you know, not going out to eat, wearing masks, washing your hands. And um, but yeah, it's it just shows a lot about the organization that we have guys who are able to step up and play huge minutes. Um, you know, our the four defensemen in our lineup. Um, You know, hadn't played NHL games until two games ago. And they had to step up and they're playing huge minutes and helping us win games. And um, same with the forward group. So, um, but yeah, it is, it's a little stressful to be honest with you, Um, just kind of not knowing. But, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of unknowns in life. So you just try to kind of focus on what you can control.
3: Right on, Jasper. Well, I know you obviously, uh, you don't want to deal with any more stress from a guy like me and you got to get ready for the next game. But I appreciate your time. Keep up the great work, man. And we'll talk soon. All right.
0: Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate it.
3: Yeah, Jasper Weatherby, all the work he was doing on the four check last night, all the work he was doing everywhere on the ice, you love the efforting that you're seeing from the San Jose Sharks. And like I alluded to earlier, the fact that it was late into the postgame presser before anyone mentioned James Reimer, I thought was just, you know, that's a paradigm shift.
1: Well, it's, it's been great for us, you know, and you need that, you need that. And there's another veteran, you know, we talk about leaders. I mean, there's another guy there, you know, he works out his game so hard. It's impressive to see not even if you're not a goalie, it's, it's, it's impressive to see how, how much, uh, you know, he's a pro and he, you know, he wants information. He wants to work at his game. It's his craft. He knows, you know, it's his livelihood and um, you know, for a guy like that to go in there and then, um, you know, he, he calms everything, right? Like we, we, we we didn't we won two games. We, by far, we didn't play uh, mistake-free games. We made some uh, mistakes out there, but you know when you when you have the confidence in, in your goalie back there and just how his presence back there really helped, especially when you have um, uh, D young D and um, some inexperienced D getting called up there, and um, he he did a lot of you know he was a leader back there and made the saves when he had to, and um, you know um, it was great and guys fed off that.
3: That is acting head coach John McLean, And the other quote from McLean that I wanted to get into was a question he was asked about his name having parallels to Die Hard, which, yes, we've we've all thought of that. And just the fact that this is playing out relatively uh, Hollywood script-like.
1: No. And and you know what? It's, it's been, it's been good. I mean, and the credit goes to the players. I mean, they, they've really rallied behind this here, you know, uh, next man up mentality. And then uh, the guys that are here, the the veterans that have been here, you know, and you saw it again tonight, um, Tommy Hurdle had a, had another strong game, you know, Bernsey, Mario, uh, Cooch and then all the other guys just chipping in doing little things. So it's fun. And they're, they're, they're enjoying the, um, you know, the challenge of it as well. So, That's always nice to see. I
3: mean, that's what's so much fun about what you're watching with the Sharks right now because it's the veterans, it's the youth, it's the inexperienced, it's the new guys, it's the new goalies, it's everything. And I feel like it's going to last. I understand there would be the skepticism at this point because it's almost too good to be true. However, the Sharks, in the face of some unbelievable obstacles and adversity, They're coming up with big victories against teams that we perceive as good, and that doesn't happen by accident. Doesn't mean it's going to happen every time, but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen by accident. It doesn't mean that there's not something to what the Sharks have been able to accomplish up to this point of the year, and we just hope that that carries on and continues because right now... It's a whole lot of fun to be a Sharks fan again. The last two years were pretty tough, but right now the Sharks are a product that are rewarding you when you watch. And every time out you feel like something fun could happen. All right, that wraps it up for this edition of Morning Tide. I will see you all on Friday morning for San Jose Sharks. I'm Ted Ramey signing off.